Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Thanks for joining me for Hope is Here. It is Food for Thought Friday, always one of my favorite programs that we do each week. Uh, We have so many wonderful guests and I love sharing God's Word, but Food for Thought Friday, I get a lot of feedback from people how much they enjoy it as I just try to share nuggets of wisdom that God has taught me throughout the week, whether it's reading my Bible, my quiet time, whether it's a sermon that I've listened to, a podcast of another program, listen to a radio program, or things that I read on social media or in books. I'm reading just a plethora of options and resources, but I try to share some of those highlights. Uh, I do uh, one of the things I'm trying to do because life can be so serious and be so hard, especially when you're in ministry. And I love doing ministry and helping and doing pastoral care, but trying to learn to be more intentional, to laugh a little more and be lighthearted. And I found this, uh, list recently it kind of made me chuckle it said top 10 advantages of growing old number one your joints are more accurate than the national weather service (laughs) two kidnappers they ignore you another reason why it's an advantage of growing old people no longer think you're a hypochondriac (laughs) oh this one stings a little bit uh another advantage of growing old your secrets are safe with your friends because they can't remember them either. Another advantage of growing old, your eyes can't get much worse. Another reason it's an advantage of growing old is you're no longer expected to run into a burning building. Another advantage of growing old, whatever you buy now, it won't wear out. Another advantage of growing old, in a hostage situation, you're likely to be released first. And last but not least, an advantage of growing old, there's nothing left to learn the hard way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that is true, isn't it? Uh, I tell you, uh, one of the things advantage of being old is so many times I'm able to share with my younger friends and siblings and nieces and nephews that, hey, uh, let me give you some words of wisdom here. Learn from uh, my mistakes. Uh, or, hey, here's something I was able to have a little bit of success with, and maybe it might help you uh, learn from this failure. But there's a lot of things that God teaches us, and I'm thankful for his grace, his mercy, and his love. Uh, Timothy Keller said, My prayer life and my entire life changed when I realized that God is not under any obligation to make me succeed according to my idea of success. I like that right there. Pastor Tim Keller up in New York, written some really great books, says, My prayer life and my entire life changed when I realized that God is not under any obligation to make me succeed according to my idea of success. And friends, you know, there's a lot of truth in that. And uh, when I read that uh, recently, I just thought, you know, sometimes what God is looking for us to have success in our life is not what the world says. And sometimes, friends, that's a little painful and disappointing and discouraging, and I get it. I get it. But I want to remind you to trust God. You know, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge God, and he will make your path straight. I saw this uh, really great quote. Uh, it said, eight things to remember when going through tough times. One, Everything can and it will change. It does, friends. As the old saying goes, this season too shall pass. I'm not saying we'll always get the outcome that we expect, but 
it will change at some point, hopefully for the better. Sometimes it doesn't, but God's grace is still good, and it's enough to help us. Uh, another thing to remember when you're going through tough times, you've overcome challenges before. That's one of the things I'm trying to be more intentional about uh, is just remember when I'm going through a challenge that, you know, how faithful God has been to help me in the past when I've walked through some deep valleys or challenging seasons of life or circumstances that, in all honesty, kind of seem overwhelming at the time. Third thing to remember when you're going through tough times is want to see about, uh, you know, it's just a, a learning experience. Just remember, it's a learning experience. John Maxwell wrote a book recently, Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. I think I quoted that recently in one of our programs because obviously normally the old saying is, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But in fact, what if we changed our mindset and said, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And that's one of the great things about when you go through a disappointment, a failure, a loss, uh, that you, uh, you can learn from it if you really ask God to help you learn. Number four, not getting what you want can be a blessing. Not getting what you want can be a blessing. You know, I've had to sit there and look back over my life, and there's been a few things that at the time I really, really wanted them, and uh, God just, for whatever reason, didn't allow it to happen. And, you know, we all have things like that in our life, friends. And, um, you know, one of the hardest prayers to pray sometimes is, God, don't give me what I want. Give me what I need. And, uh, you know, I think we all, if we're honest, uh, sometimes there's a situation in life where we have to pray that. And uh, it's not easy. It's not fun. In fact, it can be really painful. But I know Charles Stanley uh, put that in a sermon, shared that in a sermon many, many years ago. And a close friend of mine shared that with me. And uh, it really, really spoke to me. And I believe somebody listening today, you need to hear that. Uh, sometimes not getting what you want can be a blessing. And just simply pray today about a situation that you know that God's saying, hey, just trust me and pray that simple prayer Charles Stanley said, don't give me what I want, but give me what I need. And sometimes, friends, there can be a difference. The good news is sometimes they can be the same thing. If you trust God with it and you give it to him, then sometimes he gives you what you want and he lets that be uh, what you need. They wind up being one and the same, but I think uh, sometimes it's not. And then also sometimes God's like, I just got to change your heart. I've got to change your mindset on this right now. A fifth thing uh, to remember when we're going through tough times, allow yourself to have some fun. That's why I shared that list earlier. I know some of them are kind of corny, kind of cheesy, but I just know that I have to be more intentional about having fun and trying to find funny things to laugh at. Uh, I've got some friends and family members sometimes that will send me kind of funny little blooper things from Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. And uh, I just always appreciate those because I need them and I want to laugh. And we have to be intentional, though, sometimes because uh, we, we can forget those things. A sixth thing to remember you're going through tough times, be kind to yourself. It's the best medicine. And that's what I struggle with. Uh, nobody's harder on Greg Horn than Greg Horn. And uh, I've had to learn to be easier on myself at times. And, um, you know, I share this verse quite a bit, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. For now, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Friends, we mess up. 
ask God for forgiveness, then we've got to move forward. And I had somebody recently, I used that verse for one of my cups of hope, and uh, they responded on one of the social media outlets that I posted on about, you know, you need to read all those next seven, eight verses after that and not let people off the hook know that there is, you know, consequences and condemnation and things, and God convicts us. And you know what? Totally agree with that guy. But I also know that I know that people, the number one thing I've learned to do in ministry 20 years is that people are harder on themselves than God is. And I just know that some people need to, as you'll see, goes, give themselves a break today. Seventh thing uh, to remember when you're going through tough times, other people's negativity isn't worth worrying about. You know, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I know sometimes I can't make decisions that help me to, um, you know, that, that'll make everyone happy. And, man, I try to. I really do. Boy, being a pastor, that's really, really hard. But you can't listen to all those critics. You've got to um, just do the best you can, make the best decision you can, and move on. And last but not least, something to remember when you're going through a tough time, there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. You know, it reminds me of that Bible verse in First Thessalonians, in all circumstances, Give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And friends, like we talked about, uh, a lot of times you don't feel like that. It doesn't mean you have to give thanks for the circumstances, but you can give thanks in all circumstances. And it will take your faith to another level. It will help you mature when you do that. And I want to encourage you to just be thankful. Have a, a gratitude list. I've got a friend that... Uh, I've been doing life with for about five years, and he and I get together quite often. And uh, he was just sharing that, you know, he was just kind of in a funk and really discouraged. And he said that one of the things he just knew that he needed to start doing again was uh, restart his gratitude journal and just writing down four or five things every morning that he was thankful for and four or five before he went to bed at night. And it's amazing, friends, how it changes our heart, it changes our mind. It really is true. The Bible says it's true. And if you'll apply it and you'll try it, you'll find that it's true also. I like this quote by Lisa Turker. She said, it's easy to get discouraged in waiting seasons. That's why it's wise to fill the gap between here and there by proclaiming every hint of God's activity. We can make a list and acknowledge that just because God is silent in one area of our life doesn't mean he's silent in every area. Wow, that is so good. We can make a list and acknowledge that just because God is silent in one area of our life doesn't mean he's silent in every area. And I've shared this before uh, on Hope is Here, but feel like I need to share it again today because it goes so perfectly with that last statement there of Lisa Turkhurst. You know, there could be 10 things going on in our life, and eight of them could actually be pretty good. But what do we focus on, friends? What does the enemy want us to focus on? The two that aren't going well, right? And I want to encourage you today to be focusing on those things that are going well while you're waiting on God to answer in a silent area. And I know that's easier said than done. You know, got an area in my life that I've really been praying about a long time. And unfortunately, God's just not answered that prayer in the way that I've wanted to yet. And yet, we can still acknowledge that just because God's silent in one area doesn't mean he is silent in every area of our lives and be encouraged by that. In fact, uh, you know, no, probably you've heard this, but I think somebody listening needs to be reminded, 
when you're in that season of waiting, remember, Joseph waited 13 years. Abraham waited 25 years. Moses waited 40 years. And Jesus waited 30 years. Sometimes it takes a while for the roots to go down deep and to support that magnificent fruit that's going to be on the tree. And, you know, God's got a bright future, friends, for you today. But sometimes we just have to relax and trust him. And Jeremiah 29, 11, been a go-to verse here off and on for five years on Hope is Here. Amazing. We'll celebrate our fifth anniversary in December. And give God all the praise and glory for that. And thank you so much for our generous supporters of this ministry that makes it possible. But Jeremiah 29, 11, that I talk about quite often here, says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I'm thankful that God put that word plans in that one Bible verse, not one time, not two times, but three times, because I need to be reminded that I have, God has a plan for my one and only life, and not to play that compare game, because my plan can be different than most other people's, or maybe everybody else's, and uh, just living out that plan that God has for my one and only life in this season of life. Pastor Mike McClure says, peace doesn't mean that you will not have problems. Peace means that your problems will not have you. Say that one more time, Pastor Mike McClure. Peace doesn't mean that you will not have problems. Peace means that your problems will not have you. Friends, stand on that promise today, knowing that Jesus promises that he provides a peace that passes all understanding. And as long as you keep your mind, heart, and eyes on Jesus, there is always hope, friends. And remember, Hebrews chapter 13a, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com. 